one, the song that almost everyone knows from a chorus line is the finale. I don't know if I know it. What? I think the only song I know from chorus line is I Hope I Get It. Oh. Is it one? Singular sensation, every little step he takes. Okay, it sounds familiar now. One. Thrilling combination. Hello, and welcome to episode 63 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your BFS production of Little Shop of Horrors Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. (laughs) In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. You can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to help your other theater nerd listeners find us. That's right. Spread the word. Spread spread the word. Gosh. Spread the news. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Spread the news. Spread the news. Um, to Get find out more, spread the podcast and spread your butter on your bagels. To find out more about the theater nerd cult cream <laughs> or cream cheese, right? Check us out at theaternerdpod.com. This is also a PSA to say, you guys, our website got a little revamping Woo! in the recent days. Go check out all the fun and new stuff we have on our websites, theaternerdpod.com again, or you can also find us on the show schmeeds at Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. In today's episode, we're discussing our favorite finales. All right, Rachel, let's get into these finales. Yeah. You know. What is a finale? What is a, that's right. We will get into the, uh, the psyche of what a finale is i was trying to think of a better word for psyche i don't know why um the details the construct what is a what is a finale uh i will say before we were recording this like earlier today i was like so in the mood about i was like oh yeah we've been doing this march musical madness i don't have to think of anything oh wait we're done with that i gotta think of what we're actually doing for the episode that's right (laughs) so and like how to do homework today i was like oh i got it thankfully i had the day off so i had time to think about it but and listen to some some finales true listen to some finales caught up on schmigadoon almost caught up um that's where we are today yeah it's just too good chicago it is ariana debose i just want to say is a national treasure and um Uh, speaking of that the cabaret the cabaret yeah before we get in, as we said, oh, yes. we're going to have some of our fun current Broadway news we'll get into. And that's Broadway a great segue. Ariana DeBose, um, we'll start before we get into our finales. Uh, it was announced this past week, Rachel, Ariana yes. DeBose will host 
the 76 annual Tony Awards again. You are right. <laughs> she will. Yeah. Angela Bassett did the thing. Yeah, I cannot wait. <laughs> who else will do the thing? That's what I want to know. Who, who I else? need their, I need her like, to do a little jig like that. Like Bernadette Peters did the thing? I hope so. I don't know. She, I hope she Donald? says, where the heck is Patti LuPone? Yeah. In the midst of her. Is she going to be at the opening number? Remember that, was it Neil Patrick Harris did that opening number with Patti? Where was Divas? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh. On the, on, the, on the lawnmower or whatever. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I think oh we gosh. did that at that Tony's already. <laughs> we might have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm excited for her. I think she did a great job last year. I wonder if she's gonna host the Oscars at one point now. Like this is just gonna be her thing. I feel like what if she won an Emmy for hosting the Tonys? Well, she could have done that last year, but yes. Um listen. She could have had that last year. But this year. Or hosting the, the Baskers. She'll win an Emmy for singing Angel Bassett did the thing. Honestly, maybe. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Wouldn't that be incredible? Isn't it amazing that Ariana could win an, an Emmy for that, but uh, um, Angel Bassett didn't even win the Oscar? <laughs> so she did do that. What a travesty. Ugh. Oh, it's just what that a... line was so catchy. It was. So it was. Um, uh, Kimberly Akimbo announced yes. that they're going to do a national tour. Beep, beep on the road. Beep, beep. That's right. I'm excited for this. Because, I mean, obviously, it's more accessible so people can go and see this great. show. Um, hopefully, yeah. one of us will have the chance to see it. Um, not starting for a while, though. September 2024. So they're, yeah. they're um, already... I, I hope it lasts on Broadway that long. Like, I hope it doesn't close before the tour launches. I don't think it's going to, but like it's doing really well on Broadway. So, yeah, I think it'll definitely live out this season, at least until mm-hmm. the fall shows, and then they'll kind of go from there. I would assume that it does take a lot to get a Broadway tour up and running. So, yeah. for them to announce it, that's awesome. That means they're moving towards it. So, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I think that yeah. would be good. Yeah. I think so. Maybe we'll get a Victoria Clark in it. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder Crazy. if. And I, it would be amazing if Into the Woods like set the precedent of like, hey, Broadway actors, come on tour. And, uh, yes, because you know we talk about. I mean, I we know that this is hard because if you're living somewhere and then you go on tour, right. it's literally going on tour here. Right. And if you have children, around. it's even harder. I mean, it's but, interesting. Like Stephanie and Sebastian just like took yeah. their child on tour. So. But yeah, but you know we always have this thing. I feel like where we're like, oh, tours can't be the broad it's like one it's almost always just like one older ish broadway actor who's either mm-hmm. a lead or a featured actor or actress mm-hmm. in the musical and that's all that we bring to the tour and like how right. amazing would it be if we brought amazing talent to like not that the other mm-hmm. amazing broadway talent stage on broadway to the touring group and said you know what we can do yeah. all these things and yeah well, kind of a trend. I mean, when Alice Ripley, our winner of our March Musical Madness, went yeah. on tour with Next to Normal. Yeah, um, for sure. That's kind of, that was kind of great. That was kind of like, I had, like, she was the lead of the show. Like, she wasn't a, yeah. she wasn't a featured role. She was the lead. So yeah. that's pretty that's crazy. 
Yeah. She lived with that role for a very long time. I wonder. Yes. I'm sure that was very yeah. difficult to do. Yeah. The whole time. So we'll see. Excited nonetheless. It is ex- it I'm is excited. exciting to see Broadway actors go on tour, but it is fun to see other actors take the roles as well. So yes, it's true. Yeah. We love both. Um just when Aaron Tevet left Moulin Rouge, he played his final bow. Will he come back? JoJo made her first I love opening that. night at Moulin Rouge. Amazing. It's it's just incredible. Although, how iconic would it have been if JoJo and Aaron Tevet played it together? I, mean, I know. I agree. Like, I agree. Really? I agree. Can, Aaron, couldn't you have stayed it like a week longer? That's all I'm saying. Uh, that's all we're saying. <laughs> that's all we're saying. That's literally all we're saying. You had to go do Schmigadoon Press, I guess. I don't know. Uh, probably, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. Film season three. Um, are they? I hope they have a season three. I kept, I was thinking while I was watching it, like, what is season three going to be? If season two is like the dark musicals, is season three like, I don't know. It's going to be modern music. It's going to be like early. Like Hamilton? About 2000. <laughs> No, like, you know, late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. Like Rent? Like Lion King. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> puppets. This is just going to be Your all puppets. It's just going to be all, all the puppets. It's all Disney. Oh, my God. What if they went to a magical land? It was just all Disney. Well, I don't know. If it was on Disney Plus, maybe, but it's on Apple. So they have to. I mean. I mean, I guess they can kind of get away with anything because it's like the spoof. It's their spoofing. Yeah. It. They're not actually yeah. doing it because there's that right. spoof. Yeah. I do think it's funny that every episode it's like Lauren Michaels presents. I know. It's amazing. Like, does Lauren do anything except give his money to this? No. That and SNL. Yeah. Yeah. True. Oh, man. Um, it was announced John M. Chu. <laughs> <laughs> we posted this on our Instagram. Yes, because Rachel was so yes. excited she couldn't yes. handle herself. I know. Um, I think that's where I saw I got a notification on our Instagram, like this was posted and then I saw it and I was like what? Because I was at work when this was posted but um, is going to direct the film adaptation of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat Andrew Lloyd Webber's first musical when he started writing it at 16 or 17 which is wild. Crazy. So wild. Um, But also John M. Chu, the same person who uh, directed In the Heights Mm-hmm. the movie and is directing the upcoming two films of wicked two films that's right coming thanksgiving 2024 um <laughs> yeah i guess he's just the musical guy now i think it's so funny he's like found this i'm here like, for it this, like, Who you, who's directing Willy wonka though oh the wonka um the guy who did paddington i think his uh, his okay. name is um paul king or yeah paul mm-hmm. king Paul King is directing Wonka. So, I mean, Paddington 2 was great. So, yeah. I, I mean, mean, so is the first one. But the second one is like. We'll really see great. how Wonka is. Yeah. We'll see how. Also, the color purple coming out later this year. So, that'll be interesting to be see. Amazing. But I'm interested to see. I love Joseph. I think Joseph may be one of Andrew Lloyd Webber's best shows because. Yeah. And it, that's agree. crazy because it's one of his, it's like his first show. So. There's a lot of repetitiveness to it. Yeah. But at the same time, we all know I love the Mega Mix. So true. And Rachel and I were both in this show in high school. And then the university I went to 
did the show after I graduated and I went and saw it and it was an incredible production. Oh my gosh, the narrator was so good. (laughs) We had one there. Rachel and I's high school production had three narrators. Three narrators, yeah. It's only supposed to be one. So and then one of them got sick, RIP, and couldn't sing. That was so sad. The whole time. The whole run. It was very sad. We all we all were very sad for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, some openings on Broadway. Summer 1976 with Laura Linney opened, which we talked about in our spring theater preview. Mm-hmm. I had a friend that saw it and posted it and said it was very, very good. Um, that Laura Linney should be nominated for the Tony, which is exciting. It's going to be a competitive Tony. I think the whole season category. is going to be competitive. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, Camelot, which opens as of recording this tonight. Tonight, yeah. Opens, uh, which is exciting. Fat Ham opened recently, which I'm excited. I hope gets some love from the Tony, from the Tony nominees because um, it won the Pulitzer Prize for Drama. Super excited yeah. for yeah. that. That is having an opening, and then the Thanksgiving play. Yes, that's what I forgot. Um, is opening. Um. Yeah, I have one other thing that's oh, yeah. kind Go of ahead. it's Broadway related. I'm Love not it. sure if we talked about this last week, but there was going to be a strike um, mm-hmm. between the tours and uh, related to actors' equity and the Broadway yeah. League and mm-hmm. um, whether you know the tours can be equity or non-equity. And you know, we we will have to dedicate an entire podcast uh episode about what is equity what is non-equity work what does that actually mean um Mm. how has that changed over the years um why is patty lapone no longer doing (laughs) wow uh that but patty's just doing her own thing yeah but the strike apparently was for now averted they've reached some kind of agreement between actors equity and the broadway league yeah um for touring productions, because that was really where the conversation was around, was representing the actors and stage managers of the touring productions um, uh, that were, you know, happening yeah. now and happening next year. Well, so much Broadway news. We'll probably get a ton. You know, it's it's a busy season for Broadway and theater in general. There's lots of news about The Little Mermaid stuff that going around the live action little mermaid as well which is fun but uh what we will be here talking about it you know every monday so tune in (laughs) your broadway news segment that's right that's right um well let's go into our favorite finales rachel it was such a fun time you know we had such a fun time talking about our march musical madness musical march madness But um so glad next normal one. <laughs> so yeah, really. I know. We're feeling good about it. As soon as we finished recording, I told my wife and she was like, I'm surprised. <laughs> and I yeah. Was like, well, I mean, I think know. we just really respect that show and we, we think a, a lot about it. Yeah. So true. Yeah. True, true. And um, but we are as as I've said before, back to our regularly scheduled programming. And so finales, you know, we've done a show, an episode on opening numbers, which is our episode 15, if you want to go back and listen to that. Please. 
Seems like forever ago. That was a long time ago. I know, ago. it really does. Yeah, it was like a long time ago. I know. I remember us talking about it. There were some that we didn't yeah. mention. <laughs> there were some where we were like, yeah. oh, shoot, we should have mentioned that. I know. We get, we went back. After I edited I was like, we didn't we didn't talk about Next to Normal's opening. <laughs> How dare us. Um, but finales, what do you, what is your feeling? I mean, I heard someone say once as far referencing like movies and musicals and just like content, like the opening and the finale are like, if, if they're amazing, the middle doesn't have to be great. Oh my God. Like as long as the opening and the finale, like if they, they, um, they put you in the story, you know, super well, and then they leave you off like you're on a high, then you'll, you'll, will anyone even remember the middle? Who knows? But I don't know. Is there any truth to that? I don't know. I mean, I, as I was thinking about uh, closings, as I was thinking about finales, there are a few categories that came to mind for me. Mm, I'm ready. One, and we can talk more about examples of these, but like one is, um, I'm recapping the entire story that just happened to you and right. telling you why it happened and like maybe to giving you a moral plot or telling you like why it happened or kind of mm-hmm. saying the end. I'm basically regurgitating the thesis that I said in the beginning opening number or somewhere else, potentially in the beginning of or end of act one, beginning of act two. Mm. And I am summarizing what has occurred. Um, the second is that it is a here is where we are now. This is the resolution of the plot. And mm-hmm. I'm giving you insight into what's about to happen. Right. Either I'm actually telling you that years from now something is happening and we're feeling good or like or mm. the finale itself is taking time. So it might start at the end of the plot and then itself as the finale moves you through years of whatever it might be and now you're in the future at the very end of the show if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um and then you know a a third category which kind of is some of my favorites and also something i struggle with is uh you know having a bow like having a show that's just reprising a number Mm -hmm. and it might not even change a lot of the lyrics it obviously does change some of the lyrics but it reprises the number, the earworm that's going to be stuck in your head mm. because the composer and, you know, the writer knows that this is the song that you the, need to remember. Or they couldn't just, or they just couldn't come up with anything else. Or they, or they couldn't come up with anything else. <laughs> no, I like, I choose to think that Green Eggs and Ham, which is the bow <laughs> and technically the finale, right, I guess, right. of yeah. Seussical is so good mm-hmm. because it's so catchy mm, and it i has do not nothing. like green eggs and ham i do that, not like them that doesn't have right. anything to do with yeah. any of the other plot points so i think that there's and there probably are more categories but in my brain that's how i was thinking it was like recapping about what has happened and giving us like a moral statement the second is telling us kind of where we are now and where we will be in the future and or leaving us in the future leading us into the future and the third is this is the earworm like i Mm. needed to come up with different words and it might be in one of those two categories but the real reason why this is the song and why we're having this as the finale is because it's the song that's going to be in your head how do you feel about that you you know what's crazy is one of the finales i first wrote down 
which we can get it out of the way, is the yeah. Hamilton finale. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, and that finale kind of is all three of them, mm. if you think about it. It yeah. is recapping the story. They are telling yeah. everything of what Hamilton did in his life. They are going into the future telling you what Eliza did in the future. Yes. She started true, yeah. the orphanage. She did all these things, you know. Yeah. And then they're also, they say who lives, who dies, who tells your story in the actual show before. Yeah. So they're also recapping lyrics that they've said in the show. It's all three, baby. <laughs> it's crazy. See? And that's why crazy. they won the Tonys. Exactly. Yes. Um, I do. Do you have a favorite of the three? As far as like um, a closing, or do you just like like all three of them? They're all like I think they all, depending on the show, they all have yeah. their purpose. True. I personally love the ones that kind of recap the show and give us a moral stance. And one, mm-hmm. I mean, moral stance is like a very big word <laughs> when I'm about to say right. what I'm going to say. <laughs> but one show that I really love, and, and, and it's like an earworm from the, it's basically reprising mm-hmm. the first song. And that's Tomorrow is a Latter Day from Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. Great and one. it like literally recaps yeah. the story, and also kind of referencing Greece is it's what it feels like to me. It's very much like a like a ode to because a lot of the songs in the show are referencing another show, and that one in particular reminds me of like a Greece like I don't know pick me, but it's which way is, better than Greece. <laughs> which is so funny because Greece is also on my list. The We Go Together by Greece is the finale. Mm, yeah, but. Song. If you ask anyone to sing a song from Greece, I, either that or Grease Lightning are going to be the two songs that are most popular. Yeah, like, We Go Together doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really say anything. Like, literally, mm. the song is, we go together, like, and then, together forever, like, bang, bang, like, then it's just all these words. Mm-hmm. That mean nothing. Um, and it, but it will get stuck in your head for days. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it's so I fun. D- I do think a good finale does stick with you. Like, does like stay in your head. Out of all the all of the ones I wrote, I will say I think all of them. I mean, I've listened to all of these before, like on repeat. But I think you can go out of the theater humming any of these songs, which I think is interesting. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of shows do reprise their first number or yeah. another another number that was impactful yeah. in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think maybe, I think actually one of mine you probably wouldn't be humming, which I do, I'll reference here. This one's kind of different. I wouldn't, I actually thinking about it, I don't know if it necessarily recaps. It's not really that much of a... Uh, hum that tune out of the theater um but it's what would i do from falsettos which technically mm-hmm. falsetto land reprise is the finale but what would i do i would say is like the finale like the last song in the show and i I wouldn't say tech it's technically like a oh yeah i'm humming that i would say mm-hmm. maybe falsetto land you're kind of humming out of the theater yeah. a little bit yeah but it's also a sad somber note on that show it's a really sad ending <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I love that song just like I've talked about we talked about it on our musical madness. Um, that song in particular just 
it just oh my gosh it's so emotional and honestly can you can kind of sing that about any type of relationship that Mm. you're close with and I think that's the magic of that song so good yeah I feel like I wrote down all of these songs because these are songs that I would listen to out of context as a finale Mm because there are some finale numbers where I'm like oh I need to listen to this whole musical or like this isn't actually that catchy or like it just isn't the best number of the show I'm not gonna listen to it but all mm-hmm. the ones I wrote down of why they're my favorite are the ones that I will listen to out of context and do when I like want to listen to a song. I might this even might be the only song I choose to listen to from that show. Not really, but you know what I mean? Like it might be it might be okay if like if I'm thinking of the most popular song from one of these musicals that I like, maybe it's these finales. I think that's a really good point because I often, I've talked about it on the show, I'll do, I have a, mu- a playlist of all musicals and then I'll put on shuffle. Which one of these am I going to listen to? Is wild, which is a wild time. It's wild. It's very ADHD of me, but it's very fun. It's very fun when you get like Parade and then you get Book of Mormon and then you get... Susical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's we can start naming some other ones that we have on yeah. our list and see if any of them coexist. I have a fun one at the end that I don't think you'll have, so I'm excited to talk about okay. that. Okay. Well, I'll I already named one from the Book of Mormon Tomorrow's the Latter yeah. Day. Um, well, I'll, I, I have one bit kind of similar to that, which is okay. for now yeah. from Avenue Q, mm. which I really love. That's a song I will just sing. It is such a good, you know. Oh, everything in life is only for now. So good. Oh. It's very good. Except for it's death and paying good. taxes. Everything in life is only for now. So yeah. that's kind of similar. They don't really tell you. Again, that one feels like they're not like recapping the story. They're just kind of telling you a statement. Like they're kind of trying to cheer up Princeton in that yeah. moment. And because he's feeling down. Um, and because the whole show is about Princeton trying to find his purpose right. and he's they're kind of trying to cheer him up and telling him like, Hey, it won't, you know, it's not going to be like this forever. Yeah. Which I think relates to my second one on my mm, list, which I know we talked about, um, in our March musical madness, uh, time, but that's light by next mm-hmm. normal or yeah. from next to normal. Yeah. It definitely, I think one thing that's so interesting is that sometimes in during finales, you feel like the fourth wall, if the fourth wall has been up the whole time, you feel potentially mm. the fourth wall is coming down, mm. um, which I think yeah. is the point. It is the point of the finale, right? Like yeah. that is the point is to remind you and get you back and transition you back into yeah. the world and into being who you are. Um which is the same reason why the overture or like the first number is so important, right? Mm-hmm. Because it brings you into this experience and bringing you into a world. But the finale is supposed to leave you and bring you closer to the world that you're currently living in. Mm. Um, which I think is interesting and light, I feel like, from Next to Normal. Um, breaks the fourth wall so, so gently because they're actually singing it to each other but you feel like they're singing it to you yeah Mm -hmm. 
That is interesting. And that kind of relates, again, March Musical Madness, but to the Les Mis finale, which is, again, going yeah. back to how similar these shows are, which is kind of funny, even though I said that, they, that in this regard, they are similar, too. Uh, as well is that they the lamest they they eventually they are singing to each other but they all turn to the audience and start singing to you like do you hear the people sing singing the song of angry men also reprising a song one of your favorites i know but with the abc cafe but yes i love a good reprise yeah so that that one definitely i mean that one just like sticks with you until like you will if you're not going out of the theater singing like do you hear the people like, yeah yeah how are you not i mean well and i that so i have a i have one um that i think this musical it, there's the fourth wall is never up i think that, this, is, this is my thought mm. um and the beginning number is the reprise number for the finale or the finale is the reprise number of the beginning is how I should have said that. And it is almost the same lyrics from the first time they sing it to the last time they sing it. But the way that they do it, the tone of singing and what you've just experienced in the in-between completely shifts how you're hearing the song. Hmm. And that's Road to Hell from Town. Oh, I've not listened to Town, so I do not. I don't know the full story. And that is the same song and almost the same lyrics that they sing at the beginning. And there's so much that happens in between. And I don't think the fourth, because it's a storytelling similar to Once on this Island, because it feels like they're telling a story. Yeah. You almost are like, at some point, the fourth wall feels up just because you get lost in the story. But I don't think it actually is. I think it's as if you are being told the story. Like they know there is an audience. They mm-hmm. know that you're there. Yeah. 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 Because there is that narrator aspect too. And that narrator, I mean, as we've seen on Schmigadoon, obviously, with Titus Burgess. It can be amazing. Yes. The best narrator there is. Oh my gosh, the best. Um, I think also speaking, I feel like we'll say one and then it'll kind of mirror the other one. One where you... It, not necessarily the same song, but you hear the the ending and the beginning are very different than how you end up. And that's the last five years with Goodbye. Oh, that's on my list. Yeah. Goodbye until yeah. tomorrow. I can never rescue you. Which so is good. just one of the best. It's crazy that every song in that show is amazing, but that's like easily one of the best. I think It easily is yeah. one of the best, if not the best. It's yeah. you are just so heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet and it, you're like uh, it's it's uh, such so a, it was such a smart idea I think if it had been switched if um, Kathy had started on a good note and mm-hmm. ended on a bad I don't think we would have we would I don't think the show would have been as likable mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. because you switch it and she's ending on a hopeful note and he's ending on when the relationship ends it just I don't know. It like this shit. You Breaks still me leave. Open. I know. You still leave on this like high of like, oh my goodness, like anything's kind of possible, but also, you know, some sometimes good things have to end. Well, it, it's that idea of the circle 
cyclical nature of things, yeah. the circle of a story, the circle of our lives, which is exactly mm-hmm. what Hades Town does. Right. And, and but I think that with this show, it's so it leaves you. It is both an end and a beginning, mm. right? That's what yeah. that last song is, and yeah. that is just ugh. very different than the opening of the show, which is just sure. an end. It is just an yes. end. It is just and an end. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Jason Robert Brown, come on the show. We could talk about that song forever. Yeah, I want to hear more about it. Yeah, yeah. He's doing those um, those behind-the-scenes videos of Parade. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, my about? gosh. Yes, yeah, him yes, talking yes. about, like, oh, yeah, I wrote this little thing in Leo's song because, you know, it comes back later. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're a genius. You're like, why are but, you amazing? Yeah. Yeah, I think two other two ones I want to reference. I don't know if they're all, they're on your list, but these okay. are ones for me that could be Act One finales. They're mm. ones that are very interesting put at the very end of the show. Okay, but they both are like big Act One finales usually, which eventually we're going to talk about Act One finales. You know, we'll get there. But they're usually these like big show stopping, like they want to leave you on a high so that you want to come back for act two. Yes. And I think both of these are that. So the first one I have, which is uh, Stephen Sondheim musical, which is Company, and that's Being Alive mm. and Company. I yeah. think that that could easily be an act one finale. Yeah. I mean, right. it's just him in the, in the middle singing. It's just, I mean, it, they have the other characters around him. But, mm-hmm. And one of my favorite lines of theater ever is in that song, which is, um, it's not a, it's not a singing line. It's a dialogue. And one of the characters says, um, don't be afraid that it won't be perfect. The only thing that you have to be afraid of is that it won't be. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. I'm like, that is like one of the best so lines. Why are more people not talking about this? Um, and then the other one is from not a musical that's actually produced, but one from television, and that's Bombshell, which is Don't Forget Me from Bombshell. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Again, okay. easily to for me to me could be an act finale. I mean, that's like, I mean, it, it's a finale because she's literally saying like, I'm dead, but I don't want you to forget me. But <laughs> it's so yeah. that song is so good. My gosh, so good. So I know. good. Again, wow. better than Smash, the actual show. But yeah, I agree. Smash musical. Smash musical. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I have a few yeah. more. I have like six more, and we don't have to talk about it's all of them. More. I have, let's see, I think I have three or four more. So, okay. So, um, one that came to mind um, that kind of leaves you in the future. Uh, these I'll say them both together because I think that they're both similar. They recap the story and then they leave you in the future. They kind of fast forward, and that's finale from Come From Away. Love, yes. And then oh, also so Find My Way slash Finale from Legally Blonde. Mm, okay. They both yep. do that. Like I'm gonna walk you through what the next few years were like, right? Yeah. And um, leave you in the future, potentially in the day that you're actually here. Um, mm. having the story um, one that I wanted to shout out because I think that it is just so fun and it is that this this song is probably the number one song I listen to from this mm. show um, and I guess it kind of 
recaps a little bit of the story, but it just is like a power anthem. And that is Rise Up slash Just Be from Kinky Boots. Love it. Yeah. Speaking of one, one, the song that almost everyone knows from a chorus line is the finale. I don't know if I know it. What? I think the only song I know from Chorus Line is I Hope I Get It. Oh. But that one singular sensation, every little step he takes. Okay, it sounds familiar now. One. Thrilling combination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. It's like the song, I feel like, from Chorus Line. And that's the finale. And it doesn't feel like a finale Mm -hmm. to me. Um, so I find that very interesting. So Mm. I put that on there because it doesn't, I don't know if it fits my finale requirements. Right. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like, yeah, I feel like finales are difficult to do in some respects because you are like, you're closing. It's almost like when you do an opening it can you're like trying to introduce everyone you're trying to make sure everyone's there and then the middle it's like okay you're just trying to like get plot in and like figure out Mm -hmm. how the story interwines and then you're just trying to wrap it up and you're trying not to the finale is like you're trying not to do it you try not to rush things you're trying to make sure that everything's tied up you're trying like it's almost like the and also we're tired and we're ready to go yeah yeah especially when it's like a long show like something like into the woods which i just saw and yes. Rachel is about to see, which woo! is woo, which is it's a long show, and the and Into the Woods in particular recaps a lot of songs that have already happened, like at least three or four. In the finale, um, yeah, in the finale, which is a great, it's a great finale. Um, but if you notice Rachel, which is something I did when you see it, like it is, it does the finale just kind of starts. It doesn't like. Like mm. it just they there's the scene right before the finale just like ends very abruptly and then it just the finale just like starts. It's very interesting and it's a very mm. interesting because it then starts the dun 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 dun, dun, mm-hmm. dun like it starts it's, so the more you'll see the more yeah, what, yeah. whatever the less you'll yeah. find. Well, they come out and say the yeah the words the slotted spoon can catch the potato can catch the potato yes yeah so great I mean it's a great finale but um. Yeah, a little. It's fun. Sondheim, I feel like, has like Sweeney Todd's finale is very. Attend the tale of Sweeney yeah. Todd is the yeah. finale of Sweeney Todd. I know. Attend it's, the tale of Sweeney yeah. Todd. He does very interesting finales. Crazy. I mean, Assassins, the Assassins finale is very. Yes, different. I almost wrote that down. Yeah, is very different than any, any other finale, um, and Company, like I said, very different. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to see. It it is cool to like put all these up next to each other and see like what the similarities are and what the differences yeah. are. And one one other, I have two more finales. Yeah. Um, I have one that I know is not on your list. I'm pretty sure. Mm. And it is not a sung finale. Okay. Because um, dare I say it's from a musical, but a musical that maybe should have been a play with music. Okay. I don't know. To be determined. I love I love this show. Like I have seen it twice now. It is so freaking good. And that's a band's visit. Okay. And the last song yeah. is the concert. Right. For the for the band. And it is so good. Like the mm. song is so good. But also there's no singing. Right. 
It's just the orchestra. It's just the band. Uh-huh. Mm. I just love it, but it does thing. not. It definitely does not. Number one, mm. get necessarily get stuck in your head like words do. And two, it is not recapping anything. It is truly just the resolution of the plot. Yeah. And then it ends. That's very interesting. Yes. Yeah, I'm surprised audiences like connected with it. Well, I think because the ta- the tale, the tale of just what you talk. The no, tale because of the, the because yeah because the story is about a band and throughout the time you hear them like tune and you hear them mm-hmm. do like short like rehearse and things and the very end is the con like is their concert yeah. that that is the final um part and so it makes sense plot wise mm-hmm. and the story is just so rich and so beautiful i just feel like it was kind of a show i mean i it has some of the best music I've ever heard. Yeah. And yet I just don't know if it's fully in the musical category, but that's neither here nor there for the point that the finale is pretty cool and different. Music and lyrics by David Yazbek, um, who also wrote The Full Monty, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Woman on a Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, and Tootsie. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, for it's those that are, are not aware of the band's visit, but it is touring right now. So. Um, yeah, so you should people, see it if it's near you. Yeah, people go out go out and see it in the US. It's touring in the US. There is a London cast and a Japan cast in 2023. Whoa, which is so fun. Cool. I know. That is fun. Um yeah, I want to reference, you know, we talked about Hamilton, of course, but his other show in the Heights, mm. that finale is so wonderful and very joy-filled. Like it's very like you kind of want to like pump your face up at the end. Like you want to dance along. I feel like that yeah, whole show you, you almost want to dance the whole time. Um, it's a very different finale than Hamilton, which I think is interesting. Although interestingly enough, both talking about legacy, um, mm. which is interesting because I think Lynn's just obsessed with legacy and what he's going to, what you leave behind on the earth. Yeah. And, um, but I do think it's fun. Like, you get a little new stuff in there. You get a recap, but you also get like, hey, I'm staying. I'm, you get what's going to come. You get like, yeah. hey, I'm going to stay on this. Or I'm going to, I'm not going to leave and go back to Puerto Rico. I'm going to stay in New York and um, ask Vanessa out on a second date and all those things. So <laughs> I love that. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. I have one more and you have your one more fun one. I, I have one more and then my fun one. Oh, okay. Then you do <laughs> my your fun next mean. one. My fun mean. Um, I have, I don't know if you put this on your list, but it, again, it's not technically kind of like, um, what would I do? It's not technically the finale, but it is basically the finale, which is everything changes from Waitress. Oh, yeah. Which I love. So oh, there's a reprise of opening up, which is the finale. Yes. But everything changes to me is like the it's like the spiritual finale. Like what would I do? It's like the re, you know. And I love this yeah. song. And I remember when this Sarah Borales album came out, the concept album, and Sarah was singing all the songs. And man, everything changes was one of my. Favorites. It's so good. Such yeah. a good song. Her version of that song is one of my favorites. Yeah, I sometimes like listening to that a little bit more than. The oh, me too. Broadway oh yeah, album. this is the safe space. Yeah, same yeah, Safe space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yes, that's my last one. I have a fun one after Rachel is done. But what's your okay. what's your last one? This song is by far my probably my most listened to finale 
but it is potentially one of my most listened to songs that is a musical. I think song. I might know what it is, but I may be wrong. And it was referenced earlier. Okay. In the show. In this um, show? Yeah, in our show. Oh, great. And I love it. It is a song I put on my Halloween playlist just because I feel other people in the world need need it. Nice. Uh, any time of year. And that is finale, Don't Feed the Plants from Little Shop of Horror. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I um, thought it was going to be something else, but... Oh, it is by far one of my favorite songs from that show. I'm so glad and I put it in the beginning because I didn't of, know. I know. One of my favorite finales in general. It does what you what I said at the beginning. It wraps up the show. It, wrap, it like tells you kind of a bit about yeah. the plot. And then it gives you... And it breaks the fourth wall by giving you in this theater a warning about Audrey too and plants taking over the world and it is just uh it's so good <laughs> I mean there are literally there's a point where it's like they might offer you lots of cheap cheap thrills um fancy condos in Beverly Hills but whatever they offer you don't feed the plants like the plants might offer you <laughs> these things but don't do it and not to get super meta, but like obviously the plant is a is a metaphor. He's a puppet. Oh yeah, yeah. He's also a puppet, but he's a <laughs> metaphor of all these things that we we feed right. in order to satisfy yeah. our own desires of right. being more and doing yeah. more. Technology, right, right. And it is just it's just so smart. It's just so good. So I mm. love that song. I love that. I thought you were going to say Spring Awakening because I know how much oh, you love Song of Purple I Summer. I do. I do love Song of Purple yeah. Summer. Yes. Which, um, if you watch the documentary, guys, can anyone tell us what that means? No. No one can. <laughs> no one can. <laughs> I had a really good guess and then they were like, we don't know what it means. And I was like, okay, yeah. y'all ruined this for me. I think it's funny. I think it's so funny that like no one knows what it means. So. It's so funny. Hilarious. I love that. Um, okay. I think we cannot not mention the, I don't know, the crown jewel. I was looking at these. I thought about the them and then I was like, jewel. oh, right. These are the best finales. Uh, again, not stage musicals, but kind of stage musicals. Ooh. The OG, you know, I don't know, best finale. I think anyone in the world can sing them. Um, high school musical finales. Oh. So we got, we're all in this together. We got all good. for one, HSM2. And then we got, the title track, High School Musical, in High School yeah. Musical 30. I wish yeah. I, my life was a high school musical. Yeah. Amazing. They're Honestly, that is peak. Good yeah. job, Taylor. Yeah. I'm really glad you mentioned these because we would have thought you. back to this episode. We'd have been like, why didn't we say yeah, that? We're not, we're not going with opening. We're not tripping with opening numbers like we did. I mean, go back and listen to that episode and, you know, write a review about it and stars, whatever. But we're not tripping again. stars. Yeah. Specifically more than one star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those are such good finales. You're yeah. Right. We're all in this together. It's like a national anthem, basically. Yeah. It's so good. It should be America's I'm national anthem. Yeah. It should be, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would 100% <laughs> sing that as the national anthem. Absolutely. Everyone stand, put your heart, hand on your heart. We're yeah. Or we could just do the, we could do the hand, yeah. hand, yeah. heart, up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we know we're all stars, and we see that. See yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. the pivot. 
exactly oh my oh gosh God. um oh, keep in our instagram for a tutorial dance on we're all in this together from rachel and i <laughs> oh my gosh. but again also they're all pumping all for one yeah. when they're dancing above the pool oh, oh, yeah and miley oh. cyrus gets that little shout out oh my <laughs> gosh yes. yeah and then high school musical the finale in, in yeah. that, I was uh, the title season track <laughs> season in season three of <laughs> high school three. musical yeah. yeah, in the third one, so good. They're all in their cap and gown, and then at the very end, the curtain closes, and then they take a bow, and then oh, it's amazing. It's so good. Yeah, you're right. I can't, yeah. I can't compete. That's so I, good. I know good Little job. Shop, you know, is great, but High School Musical beats it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man. I know. Honestly, finales are great. Are they better than they opening are. numbers? Mm. For sure, they are. I think so you- too. Yeah. You you have such a different experience with with finales. You you've yeah. already lived through this show. You know what has happened. You've mm-hmm. sat there. You've felt the feelings, whether they are good, happy, sad, in between all of the mess. And now yeah. you're like, all right, yeah, that happened. We did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're right. Even if it's a fun, like something like Book of Mormon. Yeah, it's a fun. Like, or it's so funny. Yeah. So yeah. funny. Oh, Rachel, thank you for having this finale discussion. Our favorite finales. Our favorite Uh, finales. We love an alliteration. Yes. Closing numbers was not good enough for us. (laughs) Right. And now we take a bow and do our mega mix. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. The mega mix, I can't believe I didn't say that. But the mega mix, obviously, the Joseph mega mix. Shout out to all the mega mixes out there. All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Let's do it. Do this. This thing. is a uh, theater nerds does the character of the week. What? <laughs> what are you referencing? Angela Bassett did the oh, thing. Oh, oh, right. like, theater, theater nerds, nerds did the thing. Does I character see. I see. of the week, but yeah, there's too yeah. many words. I, I yeah. clearly am not a poet, nor am I a rapper, obviously. <laughs> but don't worry, because not this is not a segment about rapping. This is a segment where Taylor and I think about how we're feeling right. and what we've been up to this week. And then we pick a theater character who has the same feeling, thoughts, vibes, or situations as us. That's right. Wow. And um, sometimes we're a thing. Sometimes we're a character. Who knows? Wherever we're feeling. Um, yeah. We would also love to hear, listen, your thoughts on Ariana DeBose hosting the Tony Awards. So exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we love her. Oscar winner. Um, your thoughts on our favorite finales. Did we miss one that you love? Did we forget to mention South Pacific's finale that you love? I don't know. (laughs) I just said that because I knew Rachel was not going to like that. Um, (laughs) Anyway, comment on our social media pages. Tell us also who you are this week, your character. You may get a shout out on a future episode. Guys, we also have on our website, go check it out, theaternerdpod.com, a little character of the week tab form. you can check out. Ooh. And you can send us a form on our website um, who your character is, and we can shout you out Do as it. well. Do it. Do it. Rachel, who is your character this week? Taylor, this week I'm feeling exhausted. I'm feeling... Mm. 
beaten and bruised up by the pollen that is oh my gosh (laughs) that took a turn that took an hbo turn right there that took a (laughs) i'm feeling like i'm giving all that i can give and i just don't know what the weather wants from me anymore i've taken like three different types of allergy medication yeah and i am at 7 30 maybe gonna go to bed who's to say i don't really know as so that reminds this. me yeah that were yeah not when you're hearing this but as a recording this that right. reminds me of someone who really has he's just given it his all he is exhausted and he is wondering what more can he possibly be doing to help this plant stay alive and that's see more <laughs> From Little Shop of Horrors. Suddenly, suddenly. <laughs> I was like, huh. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Oh, I suddenly see more of you, Rachel. And I. No. I no. still love you. Thank you. Uh, Taylor, <laughs> who are you? Who am I? I? Who am I? Yeah. Who am I? I'm not Jean Valjean this week, but. That was amazing. That was iconic. I'm just gonna stop there. Nothing can be better than that. That's it. Please, please edit oh that gosh. out. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Loopy only time on will tell. Allergy medication. Only, only time will tell. Um, this week, listen. I've been. It's been a pretty. At least today, as of recording, has been a really chill day. As I said at the top. Um, but it's been a. I feel like this week I've been like all around, all over the place. I've been working i've been you know driving around town i've been doing a lot of things i've kind of been having out of body experiences because this is like where you know it just there's been so much going on i just can't Mm. so this character literally had an out of body experience because she changed bodies with her daughter and that's right i'm Catherine from freaky friday wait that was so good <laughs> that was so good yeah and i also i had to call. look back because i've already been ellie before so i was... <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know Ooh, when you're like i've been the other character here yeah. heidi um, book and staff love her we yeah. love her love her um if you guys would like to join in on our discussion on favorite finales on all of our theater news we talked about current broadway news check us out again at theaternerpod.com tell your friends and family about this show tell a leave a star rating and review as we've said you can find us on the social meds instagram and twitter at theater nerd pod and on facebook at theater nerd podcast thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week